Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. But all I needed was some coconut oil. I really don't like that you do that. But all I needed was some coconut what is that? oil. Is that a country song? No, it's Lizzo. Oh my god. You sing it with this weird like twang. But and all I, I needed was some coconut oil. I literally just thought this was some weird like Pat Benatar song or something. <laughs> no, but I like how the range was Lizzo to Pat Benatar <laughs> in Possibilities. <laughs> Oh, hello. Welcome to our December listeners episode. Wow. Wow. I can't believe it. It's the holiday season is upon us. We're very close to have done for having done three years oh, dear. Of, li- of listeners episodes. I was going to say of Lizzo. I was like, yeah, that <laughs> feels like it. At all. Really feels like it. Uh, yeah, it, this is our listeners stories. Welcome. If you have never uh, experienced one of these before, this is where we read some of your personal paranormal and true crime stories. The singing is not usually included. It's optional. It's optional. Not recommended. It's not optional for me, apparently. Um, <clears throat> not recommended indeed. Yeah. But Eva has sent us uh, some handpicked stories. And I believe she took my demands to heart as usual. And uh, from what I can gather, she has found us some twin stories. Mm. Is that right? I love a good twin. That's what the... Uh, Says the Gemini. <laughs> I know. I made that joke last time, but it still makes me oh, okay. makes me amazed. Um, so good. Anyway, so Eva has sent us some stories that we're going to read to you. Yes. I guess you usually start, huh? Uh-huh. 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 Uh, I have three. You have three. And it's going to be a great time. Also, it's December. Merry Christmas or happy holidays or happy Hanukkah, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope it's happy. I hope you're having a good time. I hope you're celebrating a holiday, even if it's one you have to make up. Christmas time is here. (laughs) Wow, I forgot about that. My my brain just kind of exploded. I'm back. (laughs) Wow, we we all thought we got away with that one. And 12 months later, it's shown right back up. I threw. I remember when I said singing was not part of this. Well, I lied to your face. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. So this is, first one is from Brianna. 
a Brianna, Brianna, I say Brianna, I'm probably wrong. Uh, and Brianna says, uh, oh, the subject line, sorry, is ghost twin and family secrets. Ghost twin, that's interesting. Love a good ghost twin. Love a good family secret. So, hi, M, Christine, all fluff babies and petrified fruit. Hello. Disgusting that we have many people in both of those character I categories. I in a zoo. And a special hello to Eva for all the work you do, and thank you for following Mac- me back on Twitter. Eva. This is why Eva picked the story. She wanted Eva. us to read that out loud. Also, like, this person knew how to pander and get exactly what was needed. It worked. My name is Brie. Um, and also, Brie uh, uses she, her pronouns. I appreciate normalizing pronouns. Thank you, whoever you are. Uh, so by Christine's request, I have a spooky twin story and a ghost story wrapped in one. Yes. So I was a twin and a couple months into the pregnancy, my oh. mom. Brianna's a twin. Brie's a twin. Okay. And a couple months into the pregnancy, my mom miscarried my sister. Well, that's where I knew we were going. That's why I went, I see. Oh. I see. You beat me to the well, punch Well, because there. the subject was ghost twin, so I thought this oh. does not end well. I chose not to allow myself to, to think to into the future. Yeah. Good. My mom miscarried my sister. She continued on with the pregnancy, assuming she'd lost her babies, not knowing she was still pregnant with me. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. You wouldn't know. Game changer. Wow. Until a doctor's appointment weeks later, she called me a miracle baby. What a surprise. She never told my dad what had happened, and he, to this day, is unaware that I was supposed to be a double package. Secrets in the family. Talk about a secret. Drama. The The only other people that knew are my grandma and my aunt. She never even told me. I see where this is going now. I have pre-goose cam. <laughs> uh, a pre-gaming for the goose cam. <laughs> I have these strange memories from when I was between the ages of three and six of having a twin sister. I used to play with her and brush her hair, and she'd always go everywhere with me. She was blonde and blue-eyed. I have light brown hair and green eyes, so I wasn't seeing myself, and she was always slightly taller than me. Okay, goose cam's here already. She told me her name was Anna, and I knew in my soul she was my sister. I assumed for a long time these were false memories, a person I created to help me get through a really traumatic time in my life. Fast forward to about age 11, and I see I start seeing her again, and she'd aged with me. What? Again, this is a really traumatic time in my life. She starts hanging out around me, talking to me, and following me around. In large crowds, she would slip her hand into mine, and I'd feel this cold pressure, just like a very cold hand holding oh. mine, even though nothing was there. Oh, my God. I've always had really bad social anxiety and crowds make me panic. This went on until I was about 14, although it does still happen from time to time in large crowds or when my anxiety gets bad again. When one night I was visiting my mom and Anna was hovering behind me as she sometimes did in high stress situations, seeing my mom happen to be one and my mom got a glimpse of her. This brought up the whole conversation where I found out everything about the miscarriage. She hadn't known yet. And led to more stories about me playing with Anna as a baby before I could talk or walk and her confirming that Anna was actually the name picked out for her. Oh my god. Goose Cam. Goose Cam has been activated. Activated. She still appears to me in high stress situations or when I'm making bad decisions in my life that I need guidance on. So basically my twin sister is my spirit guide. Every day up until my mother confirmed who she was, a piece of me felt lost and empty, and most days I felt like a part of me was gone. But she's still here in my own, in her own way, watching over me and guiding me to make the right decisions. I hope this wasn't too long. I really wanted to share this story with you and Christine when you when Christine asked for twin stories. Um, hope you all are well and happy and that you enjoyed my not so creepy twin story. I love you all. Thank you for all the laughs and spooky over the past few years. Bree, that is the most incredible story. Yes. And to learn that the name picked out was Anna. Yeah, you really, that, that was bananas. That was Anna Bananas, if you will. Wow. 
Wow. Wow. Wow, that is That's crazy. a good one. That's crazy. You didn't, got me good there, you, did. you didn't even know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Whew. Okay. Well, I guess I'm next. Yes, you it's not no, there's no one else here. Uh so this is from Ivy. Hi, Hi Ivy. one here that we know. Oh. Anna? Anna? Are you here? This is from Ivy. Uh the subject is I'm a twin. I I bet you are. I sure hope so. Okay, here we go. I was born... Oh, there's not even a... I love it. Just go straight into it. I love it. I was born with a veil over my face. Good night. Have you heard about this? No. Oh, you don't know what that means? No. <laughs> I was, like, wondering like, how you would react. Child wedding? What's going on? <laughs> I was a child bride in the womb. That's what it sounds like, a no, veil. No, no. It's like when you're born with the... Uh, I think it's, like, placenta or something over your face. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, and it, it, like, traditionally means that you were born with like second sight i think i'm, I'm pretty sure it it's like a meaning for or tra- traditionally it's thought of as like you have um psychic ways about you yeah exactly like closer insight into the next world i see okay let's see sorry ivy we've gotten five words in i was born with a veil over my face which supposedly means you're an empath okay there we go and because of this, I have had much success communicating with spirit guides. I had been using my pendulum a while back and going through the alphabet telling the spirit guide to move it counterclockwise and then spin it clockwise when I got to a letter and I would write it down. I love pendulums, by the way. And eventually a message would spell out. I ended up getting a February baby. One big word. Capital letters. A February baby. And after reading over it and adding spaces, I realized it was a February baby. Mm. I waited until the end of that following February and nothing seemed to come of it. So I ended up telling my twin about it. She looked at me very seriously and said, there's a chance I could be pregnant. And it turns out she was. It was nice having my own spiritual little heads up. Ha ha. Oh, That's sorry. Super cool. Secret little heads up. One of my eyes is covered by this thing. I yeah. have a veil over my eye and I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> so you're half an empath. Yeah. Isn't that really helpful for everybody? That's how it works, yeah. On a less serious note, me and my twin often have weird twin moments. Ugh! I love it. I love a good twin moment. Sometimes we will start singing the exact same song or say the exact same sentence at the same time. We live an hour and a half away from each other, but whenever we meet up, we always seem to unknowingly match outfits from top to bottom. Hey! And we always end up getting each other the same random gifts for our birthday and Christmas. We have both also experienced quite a few paranormal things together. When we were children, we witnessed a glowing green ball of light come down at us from the sky, and we would hear the same voices and noses voices and noises from ghost slash poltergeist activity at my parents' house growing up. Being a twin was nice because we never had to experience anything scary alone. That's really nice. I like that. This is my second time sending you a story, and it definitely won't be my last, so I apologize in advance for being a future nuisance. Live, laugh, lemon. Sincerely, Ivy. Wait. Live, laugh, lemon. Somebody make a sign. Stat! Nobody make a sign. Make a cheesy Hobby Lobby sign for me, please. I need it. Live, laugh, lemon. With cursive. I want to end. I want to end this whole lemon thing immediately. Also in, uh, in, uh, on, you know, whatchamacallit, rustic wood. Oh my God. Some cozy, nature cozy rustic wood. Live, laugh, lemon. Love it! Live, laugh, lemon. (laughs) also thank you ivy that's a great story and about your uh your spirit guide telling you february baby i think that's really cool super spooky and it was your twins baby so far these are very tame i like it like they're all meaningful and kind and friendly twins yeah comforting waiting for this weird black-eyed kid twin to show up yeah like i'm sure it's coming all right this is from kelly and kelly's uh subject is adorable twins who do freaky twin things 
Hello again to Eva Geo Lemon M and best for last Christine. Thank you for the attention. I'm so sorry that I demanded it from everyone, but I appreciate you. I'm Kelly, who apparently goes by she, her pronouns, which I love that we are normalizing pronouns. Hello, I'm going to say it every time. Um, the one who wrote about the cowboy ghost uh, and the mozzarella sticks in one of the previous Kelly, listeners' story you episodes. you and I are... Are you a double wow, feature right now? This is maybe the first time. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a, a double hitter here. Kelly, I'm so honored to even have met you via email. Via listener story. Via uh, Eva. Viva. Viva Las Vegas. Okay. Um, Love Laugh Lemon. Christine asked for some twin stories, and I happen to have one to share. This isn't exactly paranormal, but it is bizarre. I'm a special ed teacher, and I actually have three sets of twins on my caseload. I thought you were about to say in your personal life, and I was going to be like, oh, my word. Three sets of twins? Oh, yeah. One set is fraternal boy and girl. One is identical girls, and the other is identical boys. Oh, so like the whole whole starter pack. All right. (laughs) I absolutely love and adore all of them, but the identical boys are my favorites. They are rambunctious as all get out, and they are also slaying everyone else in the twin game. We call them Logan and Lucas to protect their identities. They are about six years old. They are born on the autism spectrum and are very loud and talkative with people they know and trust, but are mostly nonverbal with strangers. It is absolutely fascinating to watch them interact with each other because they can finish each other's sentences and say the exact same thing at the exact same time. When one of them gets hurt or upset, the other one will show the same emotion at the same time, even if they're on opposite sides of the school. Oh my God. A few weeks ago, we had a lockdown drill at the school. It was just a drill, but none of the teachers or parents knew exactly what day of the week or what time it was going to happen. It happened at 8.30 a.m. on a Thursday, which is a time when I have Logan, Lucas, and two other students in a small guided reading group in my office. But on that day, Lucas was at the dentist and Logan was at school. The lockdown alarm went off, which was very loud in my office, so I locked the door, closed the blinds, and had Logan and the other students sit on the floor away from the view of the door. Everything went smoothly except for the fact that Logan was crying and holding his mouth. I said, are you scared? And he said, no, it's just a loud light down drill. I think he either he misheard me when I said lockdown drill or decided to call it that because the lights were turned off. Remember this phrase. It's important. Okay. What was, what was it again? No, it's just a loud light down drill. Okay. Uh, I asked him if his mouth hurt and he shook his head and kept uh, said no, but kept crying. I asked him if Lucas was hurt and he nodded yes and <gasps> said the dentist hurt. A couple hours later, by the way, I'm very excited that you read into that twin telepathy and you were like, oh, it must be your brother then. I think that's very cute. Mm -hmm. A couple hours later, their dad dropped Lucas off at school and I saw a huge wound on his lip. Oh my God. Their dad explains to me that he was getting his teeth cleaned and he suddenly jerked his head and the dentist accidentally cut his lip. I offered to walk Lucas back to class and as I reached down to hold his hand, he looked up at me, pointed to the loudspeaker on the wall and said... That got loud for the light down drill. (gasps) So they were both feeling and hearing exactly what was happening in other locations. (laughs) I asked their dad about it later and he said he didn't even realize that there was a lockdown drill that week. So he'd never discussed it at home. Also, the term light down drill was not something that either of the boys had ever started saying until that very day. Every day I'm fascinated and astounded by the incredible bond these twins share and the intense telepathy they seem to have. Sorry this was kind of long and not at all paranormal. I hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. Hopefully it will be featured on Christine's special request listener stories episode. Much love for everyone because Christine is important too, Kelly. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. Kel- I- Listen, 
message received loud and clear no, that i just like that kelly has a big heart and is like oh, i sense that christine is troubled it's almost like you have twin telepathy or something yeah kelly maybe we do but that's really really sweet you know i always wonder because i hear these stories and i'm like that's so beautiful and like intense and poignant but then i'm like it also sucks because you're like experiencing two terrible two things. lives yeah you have to Can you imagine if like your brother breaks his foot exactly now you've got to walk around on a like in a in a wheelchair or in a cast had, or something i had friends when i was little who were twins and one of them broke their arm and the other one just started screaming and like holding their arm and there's nothing you can do about it and you don't get to heal like well, we the- were like staring at him like we're just sitting here watching a movie why are you screaming and he was like holding his arm and like screaming and crying and um it turns out later his sister had broken her arm at that time but like weird but it's just crazy because then you have to experience that Uh, you have to like have some sort of like heightened anxiety of like no matter what i'm doing even if i'm being as safe as possible i'm gonna have to deal with someone else's shit you could literally be in bed watching netflix and your front your twins like okay i'm going out to a imagine when you get drunk and get hammered to a party and be like not again like please i don't (laughs) want to be hung over tomorrow (laughs) i can't even think about that that's extra bad oh god anyway anyway thank you for that thank you so much kelly okay let's see kelly okay now here we have one from georgia hi georgia or g hi g hi eva m christine geo petrified brute god i'm struggling today petrified fruits etc big fan of the podcast and was stoked to hear that you wanted to hear twin stories as i think i have a shorty but a goodie Ooh. so i'm not a twin but my grandmother was she and her sister were mirror twins they were perfect mirror images of each other Whew. yikes but free I'm- game in the goose cam free game in the goose cam <laughs> mirror twins but identical enough that they would even pretend to be each other see now that's the fun that's part. where we get interesting and swap dates at parties for a laugh that is a laugh that, that is, is a hoot. hysterical until one of them tries to kiss the wrong one that's true they had some of the usual freaky twin stuff while growing up together, like having shared dreams, but the weirdest stuff happened when they were apart. So despite the whole unbreakable twin bond thing, they had a huge falling out and had no contact with each other for maybe 20 years. Oh my god. T- parentheses. Loves a grudge. <laughs> loves a grudge. <laughs> About 10 years into them not speaking, my grandmother's kidneys failed and she needed a transplant, unbeknownst to her sister, who in totally other part of the country suddenly felt a strong pain in her kidneys and without thinking said there is something wrong with diana's kidneys as i said they had no contact and their children were not in touch with each with each other at this stage either Shit. so there is no way for her to know what was going on she just knew i always thought this was just a twin thing until my dad had a similar experience sensing my brother's pain so maybe it's in the family but that's a story for another time regardless they carried on not talking to each other oh, oh no i thought there was going to be like a whole reunion there me too until my grandmother's twin died at the age of 68 at 1.30 in the afternoon. My grandmother appearing at her funeral really scared the shit out of everyone who didn't know she had a twin. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Can you? That is a movie scene right there. I hadn't even thought of that. Me neither. That's uh, in um, Big Fish. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It reminds me of that. That's too long of a story to explain, but it's it's kind of similar. We were lucky enough to have my grandmother with us for far longer until she died at the age of 86 at 1.30 in the morning. Mirror twins! Wow. 68, 86, 1.30 a.m., 1.30 p.m. Wow. Holy shit. Whew, that is very mirror twinny. 1.30 in the morning, perfectly mirroring her twin. Hope you liked my story, even if it doesn't make it on the show. Love the podcast. It's made me ghosty obsessed, which is why I now constantly annoy my coworkers by trying to get them to come ghost hunting with me at work at a museum. I was like, at work? Wow. Now, that would be interesting. Love from Down Under. Oh, Down Underer. 
parentheses New Zealand. <laughs> I like down that. underer. Thank I you, like G. It. Oh my god, that's bananas! Holy crap! I wish I was like that cool to first of all have a twin to start, but then also have like that level of twin telepathy with a person. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so cool, but then it's also so terrible because you're like, oh my kidneys, and it's like my mom and I used to have some version of a telepathy with each other, but. I mean, nowhere near like the you yeah. know, mirror twin telepathy. But I, if I were ever thinking about her really, really hard, she would call me. And if yeah. she ever thought about me really, really hard, I would call her. But like we're we're able to connect that way, where it's like I know when she's thinking about me. But other than that, it's never been like a oh, mom needs new kidneys. Oh well, guess it's gonna be another twenty years till we don't speak talk. To her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> dad's side of the family has that too, where they'll have dreams though of what the other person's doing if they're in trouble. Like they'll have dreams. Mm. I've told this story, but like they'll have dreams about the other sibling doing something very weird and they'll call around the next morning and find out like they were doing something weird because they were injured or like my uncle was in prison during the Cold War whole thing. But anyway, so they would like see each other in their dreams like when there was a traumatic thing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like it was only during dreams, I think. Typically. My, my mom and I have kind of had a uh, like if I have a gut feeling to not be somewhere or if I ever had a gut feeling like don't go there, I think she would listen to me. I think like we at least understand each other's mm. like sensitivities. But when it comes to like being connected to each other anymore, I don't know if that's there or not. Yeah. We'll have to test it out. Maybe if yeah. I just think really hard about her. Let's just sit here for a few minutes. At some point she'll call. She calls anyway. So she does. She's say, wait a second. A she helicopter calls? mom. She's going to call in five minutes no matter whether or not I'm thinking about her. Lucille Blue's photo is going to appear on your screen any moment. In case you didn't know that that's what the picture is for my mom and, and my phone. this is the third time you told us this month. I'm going to tell you I a, wanted to a test if you time. remembered telling the story. You know I don't. Oh my gosh. You really do kind of. Just totally lose my memory. Erase yes. our memories from your mind. Yep. Thanks for that. You're welcome. It makes me feel good. It, it bodes well for everyone I think. Mm-hmm. So how's your holiday shopping going, Em? Uh, good, not great. Okay, good. Well, because I have a strategy for you. Let's hear it. Um, don't tell anyone because okay. this is about my okay. secret with you. Okay. Remember our friends Canvas People? Yes, all, all the way back when. Yes. Okay, so Canvas People is still a freaking awesome holiday gift. I'm still using it. And if you are looking for something for what, whoever, it's your parents, your child, your friend, your coworker, M, maybe? Me! You can get a very special gift for the people in your life from Canvas People. Canvas People prints your favorite memories on Canvas and turns them into unique works of art that add a beautiful touch to your home. That's true. I have um, one, a picture of me and Gio that I've hung in my hallway so that everybody has to see it every time they walk down the hallway. And everyone does, and they, it looks wonderful. It makes me really happy. And so now, you know, it's always a great gift if you're not sure what to get somebody or if it's someone really close and you have photos that you want to share. So um, I'm thinking of getting my mom one of a little family photo shoot we had this year. Just put on a big canvas so she can look at my beautiful face every single day. That's precious. I'm a sucker for uh, pretty much all canvas art if you're looking for a gift it's always a winner and now as a special very limited holiday offer canvaspeople.com is offering their popular 11 by 14 photo canvases for free you heard that right free these normally sell for 69.99 but you'll pay nothing just cover shipping and handling to get your free canvas text wwd to 64,000. Just pay shipping and handling. This offer won't last. So text WWD to 64,000. That's WWD to 64,000. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. 
Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space they also just launched a new standing desk co-pilot with adjustable height a durable scratch resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever i'm in the market for a new desk um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark and of course there's burrow's legacy seating collections like the nomad and range now available in new colors and m and i that's like the only piece of furniture i think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department love that thing and that's why we drink listeners can get 15 percent off their first order at burrow.com slash drink that's burrow b-u-r-r-o-w.com slash drink for 15 percent off burrow.com slash drink it feels very fitting that juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy we're happy but because we're not mind readers we don't always know when they're unwell and in my experience cats are not the most you know open when it comes to sharing their woes and there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small lightweight bag pretty litter has changed the game the litter box is right near leona's room and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap plus we can rest easy knowing that juniper and his little kidneys are healthy pretty litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down you and your cat are going to love pretty litter as much as we do go to prettylitter.com atwwd and use code atwwd to save 20 percent on your first order that's prettylitter.com atwwd code atwwd to save 20 percent prettylitter.com atwwd code atwwd terms and conditions apply see site for details this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Uh, this is from Rebecca, and Rebecca's subject line is Irish Twins Telepathy. Cool. Rebecca says, Hi, M, Christine, and Eva. 
I've only been listening to your podcast for the past two months. Oh, you haven't met Lemon yet. I was going to be mad, but now I'm not. I hope you enjoy the time you have right now before you meet Lemon. <laughs> you never get it back, I tell you that. <laughs> uh, I am ashamed to admit I listened backwards. Oh, shit. So you do know Lemon. You'll never know another time before Lemon. Yeah, you really ruined that for yourself. But I couldn't help myself. And your most recent story, listener stories, you asked for twin stories. Oh, yeah, that's no, how that's you would. sure you would have known that. We're, uh, we're really slow in case you haven't figured that out. I've got one, but my sister and I aren't technically twins. We're considered Irish twins because we were born with 12 months, within 12 months of each other. Cool. My name is Becca. Do you know why they call them that? No. Because Irish Catholics had so many babies that they were just pregnant and pregnant and pregnant. Oh. And so, like, the family that lived in our house before us um, had several of them because they, the right. mom had 16 children, none of which were twins. But several of which were Irish twins because they were born so close together. Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, my goodness. She ended up putting a lock on her door so that that didn't happen anymore. Oh, I'm sure. Anyway, go uh, on. <laughs> my name is Becca, and I have a half-sister named Kay. We're 11 months and 11 days apart from each other. Okay, 11, 11. Precious. I see you. I see it. Uh, we shared pretty much everything from the day she popped out of the womb. We grew up very close until middle school where we drifted apart slightly. Then in high school, I moved from Ohio to the West Coast, and she became my long-distance best friend. Aww. The first... Uh, the week I moved to the West Coast, she and I both developed the same symptoms and illnesses that knocked us into bed right for an entire week straight. Wow. Um, from, oh, from opposite sides of the country. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, I ended up being involved in too many clubs and sports in high school, so I would periodically be up late finishing homework. On more than one occasion, my room would get cold, uh, and I would feel like she was sitting in the room with me. I could almost hear her voice as she tried to help me through whatever the problem was. Sometimes I would catch a glimpse of her at the foot of my bed just sitting there waiting for me. So you're like getting wow. hallucinations of someone from like, across the country. Like astral projection. Astral projecting almost. I still get goosebumps thinking about how surreal it was. This made absolutely no sense as she was more than 2,100 miles away from me. Even though the West Coast is three hours behind the Midwest, I would be overcome with the sudden need to call her and she would answer every time. We considered this our twin telepathy because we were always aware of when the other person needed each other, even if we had gone days without talking. I would typically get the overwhelming urge to call her only to find out she had the biggest fight with her boyfriend or our parents. Aww. But it didn't stop there. After high school, I moved from the West Coast to the East Coast to live in D.C. Um, one time I had this insane headache. You guys probably know these migraines that make you want to pull a pillow over your head and block out all the noise, light, and everything <laughs> slightly related to life. Yes. Mm -hmm. The migraine made it impossible to get through class, so I decided to take the city bus back to the apartment. After getting off of my bus stop, I had to walk about a mile back to my apartment. During, By the way, oh my god, that sounds terrible, especially with a migraine. Oh, yeah. During the walk, I kept thinking about my sister, and my headache just kept getting worse. I decided to try and give her a call anyways. She picked up on the second ring and began telling me all about this trip she was going on. Um, she, her partner at the time, our older sister's boyfriend and our nephew were all going to the local zoo. She was so excited. So I let her ramble away while regretting the decision to call because my migraine was so bad. <laughs> She's like, and then we're going to see the giraffe enclosure. And the other person's like, oh my God, my head. Well, two minutes into the call, a huge noise exploded through the phone. What? I heard glass shattering, a bunch of choice curse words and the sound of metal crunching. <gasps> and I nearly pissed myself. Yeah. All of a sudden, my migraine disappeared. I started yelling at my sister through the phone, which, looking back, probably looked nuts to anybody walking past me down the busy D.C. streets. She didn't immediately answer me, so I started to panic. I think I continued to yell her name through the phone for five minutes or so. I had made it all the way back to my apartment while still clutching my phone before she finally answered me. They had been rear-ended on the way to the zoo, and her phone had been lost in the shuffle of the car crash. 
Holy shit. She finally found her phone in the back seat. She immediately started to complain about neck and head pain. Turns out she ended up getting a concussion and major whiplash, which led to a nasty migraine that she suffered with for over two weeks. She still describes this migraine as Satan's worst nightmare. That was by far the scariest and most uh, trying moment for our Irish twin telepathy since then nothing nearly that crazy has happened, but it's still something we talk about to this day. Without my migraine, I would have never called her or been on the line when she got in the accident. I should note that she was not the driver and the accident was not her fault. Anyways, thanks for reading. I'm sure this is not what you had in mind for twin stories, it but is. this was so crazy for us that I couldn't not share it with you three. Best wishes and enjoy this picture of my dog, Becca. And look at this sweet Let little puppy dog. Oh, little German Shepherd mix. Anyway, thank you, Becca. Thank you, Becca. Oh my gosh, no, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Yeah, that's exactly what I was wanted. thinking about. My friend who knew that his sister's arm, arm was had broken. broken, and it was like watching it was like the most trippy thing in my life. And when I was little, I was like, oh, that makes sense. In mm-hmm. my head, it made sense. Now, of course, it's kind of crazy. I've said it before, but I had um, growing up from first grade until senior year of high school, I was really close with a set of identical quadruplets. That's quad. That's right. That's right. And uh, they were, I mean, they were in my life every day for 12 years. I love them. And I don't know them, but I love them. They were very, they were very wonderful people. And I remember always asking them about their quad tel- telepathy which is kind of cool that's that must be wild i wonder in hindsight like if they felt a pain did they think like did they know exactly who it was or were they like oh i've got three people to worry about like who is it who is it or yourself because she or maybe you just have a fucking headache if you think about becca she's like just walking home with a migraine she doesn't think like oh it's my sister right she's just like i have the migraine then it passes on to the see you know i feel like i would be so paranoid like i have all sorts of aches and pains because i'm elderly apparently now and you know just have all my body doesn't like me very much but like every time something happens i would be like should i call like is it me or is it my sibling are they hurt i don't know i would get so i think maybe i'm too paranoid for a, <laughs> for a twin <laughs> come to think of it but yeah maybe it's best that there's only one one ball of energy that you have to deal with <laughs> yeah the one ball is enough the it, one ball of anxiety yeah it it's uh tense enough as it is my brother and i do have a lot of um like there like we will like know what we're thinking i mean it's i think it's more just like growing up together and like experiencing the same you know intense situations and things like that but there's definitely an element of like we'll know exactly by like we play that game have you ever played mind meld that no. game it's like a improv game but you say oh, i've definitely not played it <laughs> i was like fuck that um each person says a word it's actually really fun each person says a word so like i would say like um this is always my example but like um I don't know. I say fish. You say pink. Oh, I've I've seen you guys play this, and it's very <laughs> weird because you get it like three turns in or something. We're really proud of it. We had a streak once where we got on the second time, and then you'd oh, and then you'd both say like, "What are fish and pink?" And you'd be like salmon, and you'd go like one, two, three, and you try to get the same word. And my brother and I had a streak where like six times in a row we got it on the second word, and we were so proud of ourselves. And Blaze was like, "I quit. I don't want to play this anymore." Yeah, it just, it sounds like if you're not siblings or twins, like, why would you it's... even try to compete with those people? <laughs> Blaze does not like playing it with me. M Nobody likes playing games with Christine and Alexander. <laughs> yes. Because one, they always win, and two, they're, no. s- they're like Monica Geller when it comes to board games. We're they like are so, Monica and Ross in a lot of ways. They but... are so competitive. And well, I... you should see the land now is because there's like fucking six children. They're even worse. So then when it's all of us under a roof, 
it's just I feel chaos. like like tables just get thrown oh, across the absolutely. room. Absolutely. And like when I was little, my dad would take things so seriously that like every game would end in just like the most ultimate family fight and like screaming and crying, you know, glasses being thrown. I mean, it was I would literally just dramatic. sit there and eat my food. I would be like, I'm not just the amount of screaming and crying. And so now we just take it. We have to like follow every rule because otherwise someone will start crying and screaming and it's just a chaos. Anyway, this isn't about me. The yet. one perk of being an only child, I don't give a shit about about games at all i know we were just talking about this blaze is like hey em do you want to go bowling i was like no oh, it was so nice blaze never invites me anywhere not because i'll like on purpose but like i don't think you and blaze ever like go out like to places that are worthy of inviting people like like trying to make yeah, group or if, things like, we were go- yeah we haven't in a while like, you have date nights but we never like group to. events i feel like we used to invite people over but we haven't in a long time but blaze finally invited me and he was like let's go bowling and i was like i won't be going actually em <laughs> said no and then em, i did i was like and then mm, em, blaze no. was like oh okay well um how about a barcade and em was like absolutely not <laughs> I, was like, I was like i think my exact words were I appreciate the offer, but I would rather do anything else. <laughs> Literally, I would rather sit in my house. Yeah, um, Em does not like games, which people are always surprised by. I know. Because people are always like, oh, I would love to play video games with Em. I was like, Em would not love to play video games like, with you. We can we can hang out and like... Like, I'll play Stardew Valley with you, but... The closest thing to a game I'll ever play is like individual coloring. Like, that's... <laughs> That's a game for me, and I win every time, whether I finish the coloring or not. I've really learned to appreciate individual games, though, for my anxiety. Like, just like this is only me. I'm not. Fu- I'm not competing with anybody. I even like sometimes on my own phone. Like maybe I'll play like solitaire or mahjong or something, and I'm like I'm bored, and I just you don't even I just play, stop. Yeah, like I play all those. I get sucked into all those games, like Best Fiends or like um like Tomb I don't even Blast. know what that is. Oh my god. I don't even know what Tomb oh, Blast is. Oh, you don't is. even listen to podcasts because Best Fiends is now an ad on every podcast. Is it? I don't know. We have very different lifestyles. It's amazing how similar we are and yet how different right? we are. We are sort of like twins. twins. <laughs> Mirror twins, like the opposite of the other. Exactly, yeah. You guys are so bored of us right now. I'm so sorry. Okay. All the twins are screaming. They're just like, stop They're like, trying you're to not take a twin. A thing. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. Hello. Hi, Gio and Eva. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon knew. Shannon, Shannon came here for one thing and one thing only, and it was to talk to Eva. Oh my God! Shannon knew weeks in advance that we were just going to talk about ourselves for ten minutes, and she's like, <laughs> "I don't know the pronouns that's not listed," but they were like, "Oh, they're not going to need my." It's like they get it. Greeting. Yeah. They've gotten enough attention today. Okay, you're not wrong, by the way. Okay, Shannon. Shannon says. Hi, Gio and Eva. I know that a lot of your listener stories tend to be in the paranormal realm, but I thought you guys would like to hear about a time a family friend of mine was taken hostage and ended up in a shootout. Oh, dear. I certainly would like to hear it. Well, it's not addressed to you. It's only addressed to Eva and Gio. Okay. I'll hear what Eva was allowed to read. <laughs> it was a... F- so, okay. Wow. And Christmas. So, uh, Eva did say there was one ad- Christmas-adjacent crime story. So, sometimes I get a little bit... I like how I say I get what I want, even though... <laughs> Literally, this whole thing was what I requested. I'm sorry. You do get exactly what you want. I get everything I want. Okay. It was a few weeks before Christmas 2010 in Monona, Wisconsin, which is a suburb of Madison. We went there. I love cheese curds. And my granddad's dear friend Marv, love that, was starting his morning with some coffee and a TV show about woodworking. Okay. Okay. Love that. Wow. This paints a picture. We need to write a TV show stat. About Marv. Marv and his woodworking. And granddad. A man who, for simplicity's sake, we will refer to as Jay, proceeded to break into Marv's home and handcuff Marv to the water heater in the basement while he ransacked the house. Holy oh my God. crap. After a while, Jay came down into the basement and told Marv to give him his bank pin. Marv complied largely due to the fact that Jay was holding a gun to him. That'll do it. That'll do it. 
Jay then went to an ATM and was pissed that he could only withdraw a couple thousand dollars. Okay. So he came back to the house, grabbed Marv, shoved him into his own truck, and took him to the nearest credit union drive-thru. While Marv was filling out a withdrawal form, the bank teller could tell something was off. So she waited until Jay wasn't paying attention and mouthed, are you okay, to Marv. Marv shook his head no. Oh my god, I just got chills. That's terrifying. The teller was able to alert her manager that 911 needed to be called and stalled Jay until the police arrived. She's the true hero of this story. Wow. Wow, to even have the insight. Seriously, I have chills. Like, something's off, you know? Wow. When the police arrived and started to surround Marv's truck, Jay started to get really, quote, squirrely. Marv's words. So Marv kept his seatbelt unbuckled and waited to see what would happen. Oh, they were in the car. Jay threw the truck into reverse, and in a flash, Marv opened the door, dove out, and started army crawling while narrowly avoiding being run over by his own truck. The open passenger side door hit one of the drive-thru pillars, and plastic parts exploded everywhere. When the truck rammed into an SUV behind it and could go no further, Jay put the truck into drive and rammed a police cruiser with the officer still inside it. (gasps) Oh! Jay didn't let up on the gas until the truck was wedged almost on top of the cruiser. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Another off. This is like that game, Grand Theft Auto, where you're just like, I guess I'll just keep driving over top of this vehicle, even though there <laughs> eventually are... I'll get over it. Yeah. Even though there are people inside. Another officer. Oh, right. You don't like video games. I forgot. Sorry. Bad reference. Another officer grabbed Marv, who is still doing his army crawl. <laughs> Poor guy. He's like, I just wanted to watch my woodworking. I just wanted to eat cheese, man. <laughs> and hauled him to safety while asking does he have a gun marv replied yeah he's got a gun he's got a gun and that's when the shooting started okay this is bananas when the smoke cleared parentheses literally the smoke from marv's tires had filled the area jay Jay was rushed to the hospital where he later died of his injuries and marv went to the police station so a report could be filled out that was at 2 p.m At 9 p.m., Marv finally left the station and had his wife take him to a nearby bar for a few shots of Jaeger and a few beers, despite the fact that he was still in his bathrobe and slippers from that morning. Ooh. They weren't able to go home, but the MP... Right, because they're... It's like, I guess, a crime scene? Yeah, I guess so. But the MPD had them put up in a hotel for the night until the scene was cleared and they could get back into their house. Marv said he slept great that night, quote, despite all the excitement... (laughs) excitement is i I would i would use a different word need marv in my i need marv to be my granddad now marv is doing great this is how like uh uh parks and rec nick offerman why am i forgetting his name yeah this is how he turned out like all all of us that's why he's so hard and rigid now because he had to like deal with shit like this in his life oh you mean all the excitement (laughs) all the excitement of army crawling while handcuffed in a shootout i mean just really though like he's just trying to eat his breakfast and watch some woodworking watch some bob ross or some woodworking see that is absolutely nick it is watching some pbs and like nope okay marv is doing great by the way i graduated from high school the following spring and marv was at my graduation party regaling my friends and family with this tale regaling there may have been some dramatic reenactments too oh i hope the army crawling i hope so too i realize this sounds absolutely batshit so i've included the link to a news article so you know i'm not full of it i love thank you i like the sources i totally believed you by the way yeah we weren't weren't gonna gonna question that thank you for all that you do i absolutely love the podcast and all of you shannon Oh, thank you, Shannon. I'm literally going to read this. And thank you, Marv. Wow. Marv, you're a fucking hero. So is that bank teller. Wow. Person abducted, ends in shooting. Oh my gosh, this is wild. Thank you guys so much for all your twin stories. Christine, do you have a request for next month? 
New Year's? He's a grandfather in Vietnam. Dude, I'm obsessed with this. I'm sorry. Um, oh, New Year's, huh? Oh, my. Did we become... I do love... Okay. Well, I feel like maybe this is too, like, I'm just winging it at this point, which I guess is what we do. Welcome to And That's Why We Drink. But, like, I kind of love this whole, like, granddad badass story, or, like, grandma badass or granddad badass story. Like a grandparent experience. Yeah, because I feel like my grandparents, like, went through the war and stuff, and, like, their stories are just, like... Oh, it was just a little excitement. Isn't it crazy that there's a gen- a massive generation yeah. of people who, like, in our eyes, are have always been so considered so elderly and, like, their stories are from totally. yesteryear. But they dealt with, like, really intensely, yeah. it, like, hard-ass like stuff. we don't look at grandparents as badass normally, but, like, yeah. they typically go through a lot. And, I mean... Most of them were, like, in the military and shit, too. Like, most of your grandparents yeah, were, like, fighting World fighting War II wars. and shit. Um, or, like, even just living in the aftermath of it or the side side story of it um, well, our grandparents were in the great depression like oh, yeah mm. wow anyway it's so fascinating to me um yeah so i don't know maybe that's interesting so badass grandparents I, somehow make that paranormal or true crime yeah yeah i love grandparent story we'll, i don't know i don't we'll really... use it we'll use it widely we will do a, a wide cast a wide birth yeah if you will if there's a, gr- a grand a grandparent theme i mean that to be said or that being said eva or whoever whoever eva <laughs> who else do we whoever, have whoever uh i just like i love all of these i still love cowboy stories i still love twins like if there are some good ones like keep them if coming. there's a twin cowboy who's a grandparent and there's cheese curds madison we got the cheese curds that's the one that we need although i inserted cheese curds in that story um wow anyway i just love all those stories very much thank you all for sending them in also don't feel like oh we already did a twin story we already oh please did. send more cowboys yeah, and doppelgangers cowboy and twins and black-eyed kids and everything oh, you can yeah. think of uh, yeah because i love those and uh i feel like they're always creepy even if they're not the theme yes um and eva's like god damn it you really don't make this easy on me but uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> Eva, we're so sorry but thank you eva for all that you do as well thank you eva yay yeah, eva. we should do like an applause at the end of every listener's episode yay, just for eva. eva um or at the end of every episode every maybe. day really every we should all gather and just hold hands across america <laughs> for eva um so if you would like to send in your own stories you can do that at and that's why we drink at gmail.com and please put listener stories somewhere in the subject line it just makes things easier or for like to find. describe it like if you're like oh a cowboy ghost and his twin or oh, yeah. whatever like grandpa know? if we're doing grandparents yeah, grandparents yeah. listener story that's really helpful because then we can kind of scan because we get a lot and like see yeah and when i say we i mean eva not me that way eva can see all, the whole <laughs> list of everyone right. that submi- submitted something and folder them in the right places yes uh all right other than that uh happy holidays mm-hmm. guys christmas time is here so enjoy your holidays we won't see you till the new year well mary we mary oh my god we'll see you in 2020 guys ah! so exciting a whole new generation this is the last listeners episode of the decade Wait, this comes out december 1st tickets go on sale for patrons tomorrow holy crap and uh tickets go on sale pre-sale regular pre-sale on the 4th and, and then general is on the 6th on yeah, Friday. So come to our 2020 tour. It's starting in literally a few weeks by the time this comes out. And I know we keep saying this, um, but we just want to make sure everyone hears it. If you've been to one of our shows before, this is nothing like the other shows. Yeah, we like like we scrapped the whole plan and redid it. Yeah. So the format is different. We have a different logo and a name for the tour that we we're going to release. Just, we just saw our logo. And we, we just saw just the logo that we're screaming. using. It was very, very cool. Um, yeah. It's also. Yeah just come It'll on be great come on come meet us we want to see you uh and that's why we drink yay in a fast-paced world every day brings new challenges and new opportunities 
At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.